Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, but then there's something else in the middle that is even worse, and that is this lady who's a mum who you didn't think was anything, you know, something about her, and we realised that she is a vampire. Um, I watched the movie and um, I was like, why am I not liking this movie? What is absolutely wrong? I did this something I couldn't put my finger on. I just wasn't liking it. And I think it boils down to this one scene. But yeah, this movie is about a lady uh, who is paralyzed by these violent, like, you know, gruesome, disgusting visions. And they literally overcome her. She doesn't know, she's, she's you know, paralyzed by them. But these visions we find out are not so we're up for another episode ladies and gentlemen thanks for tuning in and um yeah listen thanks for downloading the episode we've got a great one for you this is episode number 150 deval and i we've uh, we've spent <laughs> 150 deval man really? it's crazy seriously and on the episode 150 we've got kind of a bit of a yeah, a bit of a horror ride for you. It's been a while, Deval, since we've kind of had anything kind of horror-ish on the show. Well, actually, mind you, having said that, last week we did kind of review a classic ho- uh, horror story. Uh, and if you didn't see that, uh, go go watch that movie and go check out our podcast. But this week's episode, we're going to throw in a vampire movie and we're going to be throwing in a kind of a John Wick-esque movie as well for you folks. So stick around for that. And uh, obviously we've got Anniversary Corner. We've got some uh, uh, stuff that we, we've been watching on streaming, some trailers that you can check out. And also there's lots of movie news. But be- before we do any of all that, Devaldo, give us the, uh, the, the shout outs. Yeah, i got some shout outs this week. Uh, and again, thanks guys for you know, letting us know how you feel, uh, letting us know what movies you like, uh, what movies you've watched and you want to tell us a bit about it. You know, all of that. Uh, first shout out goes to AL Media 247. You can check them out on Instagram. Uh, and I believe they are a company that make a lot of media, uh, you know, products and, and projects. So if you've got anything media wise that you want to want to get off the ground, not off the ground really, but if you've got, you've got anything that you want to create, uh, they're the people. people to go to. Yeah. See some really good, uh, like videos, you know, corporate stuff from them. So they're really, really good at that. So yeah, reach out to them. But yeah, they, they shouted us out about our last show. So thank you, AL Media 247. Uh, Adele Turner. Adele Turner, all the way from America. Uh, we know Adele loves her Korean movies. Always see her with her Korean movies. <laughs> <laughs> I think she went out to a Korean bar. Not a Korean bar. She went out to a bar, actually. Just a bar. Nice. And, uh, she told us it was crazy. So it's not just movies, it's about life as well, isn't it? So exactly. keep watching your movies. <laughs> and you know what, Deval, we gotta do we gotta do kind of like a Korean theme because you know what, yes. Netflix, they've they they are throwing out loads of Korean movies. And um there's some movies that we definitely gotta kind of pick up on and yeah. we're gonna speak about them. So uh Adele, listen up for that future yeah. episode because uh well actually who knows? Why not why not come onto the show and speak about your love for oh. Korean movies? Uh uh-uh. uh there you go. There you Adele, go. You heard it. You heard it right there. <laughs> uh, next shout out goes out to Zakroff, another person that's going to come on the show really, really soon. Yep. Just trying to sort out a date. But yeah, Zakroff, our very own. Uh, again, he was shouting us out on Instagram. Uh, he can't. He can't wait for Dune. Uh, yes. Dune is coming out in, in October. And we're going to talk about the trailer a little bit later. So yeah, there you go. There you go, Zakroff. 
That's it. Get a shout out on the show, folks. Uh, get in touch with us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, the usual stuff. And uh, yeah, we could be speaking. All right, okay. On to movie news. Now, this one's super interesting. Let's start off with this one. Now, apparently, folks and Devel, Netflix has reported its worst slowdown in subscriber numbers in eight years for in eight years it's been the it's been the lowest turnout people are subscribing right and people are saying oh it's because people are kind of emerging out of lockdowns and people are kind of going oh, yeah. out more and cinemas are opening up but this is crazy man what what are amazon and netflix especially netflix what are they what are they doing man to bring yeah. people back to the screen small well, I don't screen. Know if you, you guys know yeah, it's small screen i don't know if you guys know but we spoke spoke about this a while ago, and we talked about the movie industry being like really, really lucrative. Movie industry billions of pounds or dollars a year. But you know what industry is bigger than the movie industry and the music put together? Yes, that's the video game industry. Video crazy. games earn a crazy amount of money, more than movies and music put together. So what are Netflix and Amazon looking to do? They are looking to create their own gaming platform. Wow. Or, or integrate it into their, you know, on, on into their streaming platform. So, yes, for lucky Netflix and Amazon customers, there will be a way for you to then play games through your service. That's uh, all mad. the details are going to be released soon, but they're going to be partnering with, you know, companies like you know, like EA for example, who make FIFA, and yeah. uh, I think they also make EA make uh, Grand Theft Auto. I think they might do, or is it someone Maybe. else? Yeah, but yeah, all those big gaming companies anyway, they're going to be battling to partner up with either Amazon or Netflix. And yeah, they said basically they want to keep you plugged in, whether you're watching a movie, whether you're playing video games, and who knows, maybe one day they might add music. Man, imagine that. But what do you reckon the whole idea? Do you reckon it's a good idea? Do you reckon people will kind of, you know, will they kind of be able to transition from movies, TV shows to gamings? Does it make sense for them? I think, so. well, the, the sort of customers that they have, uh, like, you know, myself and other people I know that, you know, use Netflix and Amazon, they also may have a PlayStation or Xbox. But my only question is, what kind of power, what kind of, you know, graphics or, you know, whatever are you going to get from these streaming, you know, platforms? Because you watch it for your TV. Your TV is not a console or a PC. So how much power are you going to get? What kind of game is it going to be? Do you need to buy another joypad or use your remote control? What, what are the games are going to be like? So... We need to get some more information on how these games are going to be actually playable. You know, what's the, uh, you know, the playability, the accessibility for the, you know, the regular customer. Yeah, it's interesting. Saying. And obviously we'll keep our eyes on this one, folks. So as soon as we know, you'll definitely know. But listen, on to some other stuff. Now, my mate Henry, God, me and me and Henry, man, we go way back, way mm -hmm. back. Uh, Henry, you know, who talking about? Which Henry is this? <laughs> Henry... <laughs> Superman Cavill, no oh, less. Okay. Well, listen, look, you know, we've been kind of, you know, we speak about obviously Superman, we speak about Henry Cavill and, you know, we think he's a great actor and stuff. And, you know, you know, he's done really well with the whole kind of Superman thing and The Witcher as well. And he was recently in Ola Holmes and um, he was in, what was that Tom Cruise movie that was in? Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, yeah. So what is the likelihood of him leaving DC Deval? That's number one. And number two, jumping oh. over to Marvel. Because there's a little rumor going around about Henry meeting the Marvel bigwigs. What do you reckon? Uh, you know, what's, what's going on over here? Yeah, that's what I heard. And I, there's nothing, nothing's been confirmed. Kevin Feige hasn't said anything. 
your mate Henry hasn't said anything, but maybe check your text messages. I know he'll text you once he does have confirmation. Yeah. But I'm not surprised about it because it seems like DC have kind of put him to the side. You know, Superman isn't really spoken of. They're making Black Adam, Shazam, you know, Wonder Woman, everyone else, even Flash is getting another movie. But Superman somehow doesn't really get his, yeah. his shine anymore, you know? So I would not be surprised if, you know, the people at Marvel have thought, yeah, this guy is great. You know, we want to use him. We want to work with him. So if they've had a secret meeting, I would not be surprised. And I would actually welcome it, you know? But yeah. which character could you see him playing? Could it be, like we mentioned before, I think last year, could it be Captain Britain, for example, mm. the next level of Captain America? Or could he be something totally different? You know? Who knows? Adam Warlock or I don't know, anything. Yeah, yeah. It's just en- it's just endless kind of the the, the the you know the you know whatever your imagination can come up with. Um apparently he met up with the Marvel lot at the London offices. Yeah. And um and the kind of the rumor is that he was flanked. So they're like I don't know, maybe like you know they they they've been keeping an eye out for him. They've been figuring out oh this guy's not doing stuff for DC at the moment and he's kind of doing the Witcher and you know Enola Holmes and stuff like that so um we'll just have to wait and see folks so let's park that one for a moment the other big yep. news the other Marvel news that we've got to speak about casting actually this is to do with the casting we've already mentioned that uh, Black Panther number two is obviously in production it's being worked upon but Devaldo tell us about casting who have they cast who's the latest person that they've cast for Black Panther part two? Oh my gosh you know we called it's this a great one uh we called this maybe, I don't know, a year ago or so. Yeah, yeah you Michaela did. I remember Cole, you saying it. You remember, yeah, because we spoke about, um, this is Michaela Cole, by the way, uh, a British, act- British uh, actress from London. Uh, we spoke about her show, I, I May Destroy You, uh, yeah. last summer. And it was a really, really good show, HBO. Uh, and uh, we spoke about her being uh, in Black Panther. And I was saying, yep, she should be in the Dora Malaji She'll be great for that or any other role within Black Panther. But I really thought, yeah, she'd be a really good addition to the Dora Milaje. Kind of like ready-made for that, even just by her look, yet alone her acting. But yeah, it looks like now, you know, obviously Marvel listened to the Flicksters podcast and they thought, Flicksters are right. We need this to get her it. on Black Panther. So yeah, she has officially now been cast for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So filming is happening imminently, I believe. And it's going to be uh, next year. 2022 so people are just guessing what could she be you know who could she be playing part of the Dora Milaje you know the warriors should be some sort of black panther maybe she's going to take up the mantle or could she be a villain of some sort or some people are saying she could even be storm so you know in the comics black panther uh, gets with storm but obviously black panther we don't know what's happening with black panther anyway so there's, there's a lot that's going on right now but either way she's gangster so yeah, I'm happy she's in it. She's having a moment, man. And you know, long may it continue. But we don't know anything about like when we're actually going to see that, right? We, it's still unclear when that fits in with the whole phase four. Uh, no, not not so much. I mean, yeah, the film's coming out next year, but we're not sure. I mean, yeah, the the actual yeah, the thing that they confirm that you know the the story will will obviously address what's happened with Chadwick Boseman and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, but I don't know how it fits into everything that's going on. You know, they've, they've they've kept under wraps. We don't know who the villain is. We don't know we don't know anything so far. So if anything, it's going to be quite an interesting movie once we find out more. But uh, either way, I think they're going to do a good a good 
they're going to do a good job. You know, Ryan Coogler's involved as he was part one. So you've got the continuity there. So yeah, it should be decent. Let's just wait and see. Now, um, we've, we've obviously been speaking about Loki on the show and mm. go, if you go back to last week's episode, the three of us, we, you know, Deval and I and Abby, we kind of spoke about Loki, the final episode and the ramifications of that. Now let's speak about some other shows. We know that next month, the what if uh, animation shows are going to be coming up and they look absolutely brilliant. If you haven't seen yeah. the trailers for those, go check it out. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait for that. Now the focus is also apparently going on to Ms. Marvel, Deval and Hawkeye. Now the rumor is... And a lot of people are saying this is a pretty, pretty strong rumor. The rumor is that we're going to get Ms. Marvel and we're going to get Hawkeye this year. Yeah. So um, that's crazy, man. So we've already had WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki. We're going to get What If? And now we're going to get two other shows. This is like, we're, we're being spoiled, right? It's crazy. I mean, we didn't have any Marvel for two years or... <laughs> nearly two years, and then we're going to get... If you if what you're saying is true, that means we would have had, like, 10 or 11 Marvel wow. things. Because if, if you're talking about all the, all the, all the Marvel, <laughs> all the Disney Plus shows, <laughs> and we're getting four movies. Don't forget we're getting four movies. We've got Black Widow, we're getting Shang-Chi, we're getting uh, Eternals, and we're getting Spider-Man, No Way Home. So yeah. that's four movies, and then you know, six or seven Disney Plus shows. I mean, it's crazy. That's like... You know, that's every month Marvel, like, going on here. I'm not complaining. Exactly. But it's I, mad. I, I, I think we are going to get, from what I understand, we are going to get Miss um, Marvel and, and uh, Hawkeye. And I think if that is the case, I think it's because that the, the timeline, you know, things have to come out before certain movies or something. Yeah. So maybe they can't delay anymore. Exactly. And this fits in nicely. If the Hawkeye thing comes out, then this fits in nicely with the ending of Black Widow. Now, remember, this is a spoiler, folks. If you haven't seen Black Widow, at the end of Black Widow, there's a little teaser, Black Widow's sister. She's at the grave of Black Widow. And then um, I, I forget her name. The I know the actress is Julia Dreyfus, but I forget the character that she's portraying. And she's getting together a team or she's got together a team. And then she hands uh, Hawkeye's picture to Black Widow's sister. And like this, and she kind of says to him, look, this is the person who killed or who's responsible for your sister's death. So there's going to be that little thing. And maybe that then leads into Hawkeye. And then we know about um, Ms. Marvel, uh, Iman Villani. She's obviously Ms. Marvel. And then she's going to be appearing in the Marvels, which is going to be the big movie as well. So it's all fitting into place, you know, flicksters. Yeah, and you just got to be there just to enjoy the ride, really. Um, so we'll keep you posted on all that. Now, let's speak about this. Deval, we already spoke about Fast and the Furious. We already mentioned on the show when we reviewed Fast and the Furious about what's going to be coming next. You said that there's going to be a part 10, there's going to be a part 11. And we were, we kind of had this little mini discussion about The Rock's got to play some sort of part in that. Yeah. But the big news here is... Apparently, The Rock isn't going to be, or he's suggesting that he won't turn up. Now, could this just be something, a ruse, just to kind of put us off the scent, Deval? Because he was pressed. He was being interviewed and he was kind of being pushed about kind of this little feud that he had with Vin Diesel. And uh, this is what he had to say. This is verbatim. I wish them well on Fast 9 and I wish them the best of luck on Fast 10 and Fast 11 and the rest of the Fast and Furious movies they do that will be without me that's what he's turned around and said mm -hmm. so what does this mean could they just be saying that though 
You know, just to kind of hype it up. I don't know. I mean, it's either two, one or two things, yeah? It's either the beef is real between him and Vin Diesel, yeah? The yeah. beef is real. Or he's a busy guy. Yeah. You know, and he just wants where does he to... Fit, where sure. does he fit it in? Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm surprised at that because to end Fast and Furious, I think to have the rock in there, because for me, and Fast and Furious got a bit crazy from yeah. Fast and Furious 5 when the rock appeared. That's when I think everything kind of kind of got big. The budget got bigger, got crazy. So for him not to be in it, if that is true, I'm a bit surprised about that and disappointed. I would have, I would have liked to see him pop up again. Yeah, so, me too. So they got to squash that. They got to squash that and get it happening. Yeah, exactly. Think, so what do, you, what do you reckon this means for Hobbs and Shaw? Well, that, that's going to get a sequel for sure. Like pun intended. Uh, that definitely is. I think, should do because it was <laughs> it was a decent film. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> He's crying. <laughs> He's oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> this guy, man. Listen, you got to be fast, Flixters. you got to be quick, man, to get these to little be. quips from be. Deval. Seriously, man, you just got to be on it. All right, listen, look, Deval, uh, let's speak about Army of the Dead. So, listen, uh-huh. we watched this probably about a month ago. You know, Zack Schneider, this was his kind of like movie um, coming off of the back of uh, the Schneider cut of, um, you know, the Justice League and everything. So, and he'd been working on this, uh, you know, whilst all that stuff was going on as well. So the buzz is that there are going to be prequels and they're going to be called, check this out, Army of the Dead Lost Vegas, right? Lost Vegas, yeah. Lost Vegas and Army of Thieves. And the casting rumor that we know of so far is the Army of Thieves is gonna it's gonna star Matthias Schweighofer, and he was the um, he's the safe cracker of Dieter from Army of the oh, Dead. Yeah, Do you remember yeah, yeah. the yeah, yeah. that guy? Yeah, he was funny. Yeah, so he was he was he locked in there or something afterwards, or did he die? Yeah, I, can't uh, I can't even remember now. I, I can't remember. He, 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 he like sacrificed himself to save everyone, but we're not sure if he actually died or something. I yeah. don't know if we actually saw him die. So maybe, yeah, that's why he's back. Yeah, exactly. So it's like Zack Schneider has done, I think what he's done is he's he's done a pretty shrewd business, basically. He's done a kind of like, you know, deal with Netflix. He's like, okay, look, let's let's expand this universe. I'll make this movie, Army of the Dead. And then maybe we can have some prequels and maybe we can have like a sequel and stuff like that. So this is kind of expanding, you know, universe of of zombie movies which is which is great i mean we, we you know we had a good time watching it. it's watchable and uh, yeah we'll just kind of see what happens with that one so army of the dead is getting prequels and finally on movie news we want to end on this one now this is pretty big and we've mentioned on the show so many times before about superman the development of superman and we've mentioned that michael b jordan is there some sort of connection could they be moving off into a different direction the fact that henry cavill isn't in the scene, could they be moving forward with having a, a person of color, a, you know, a, a black person as, as Superman? I mean, Deval, what do you reckon? What's with this latest bit of, you know, gossip? Uh, it seems to be something that's official. Yeah. But it hasn't been like publicly mentioned, but yeah, it seems like Michael B. Jordan and, uh, like DC Warner Brothers are getting together to plan a Val Zod. So he's going to be mm. like, a, going to be related to Zod, like, you know, General Zod's yeah. family. And 
So he's maybe he'll be an anti-hero of some sort. I don't think he'll be a baddie, mm-hmm. baddie. But it's interesting because yeah, I think maybe the appetite to uh, to have a black Superman, maybe even though yes, you know, quality and all that kind of stuff. I think maybe they've thought about it as you know maybe we sh- we're shoehorning it. Do we have to, you know, yeah. do we have to do this just to I don't know because Henry Cavill's there. <laughs> exactly it's not like as if I, I i honestly i reckon from yeah. the conversation that i got from him and i keep talking about this and I'm, i hate doing this little name <laughs> honestly we spoke at length and he said he loves the character he wants yeah. to do more he wants he wants to do a wolverine like he wants to do hugh jackman you're like wolverine he did played wolverine yeah, yeah. for such a long time 17 years yeah exactly man he wants to do i doubt it that he'll get to 17 years because you know, it's kind of different thing, but I think he wants to do like at least a couple of more movies, two or three, maybe more movies, because he reckons he's still got life in that character yeah. to give. Well, he's he's eight years in because Man of Steel came out in 2013. Damn, so that's eight years ago. So he's eight years <laughs> in. You know, <laughs> You're halfway there. <laughs> I know Fucking exactly. Hell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's leaving me on a prayer. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, yeah, it's true. Happens, but no, I think. Michael B. Jordan's great. He's wicked. Yeah. His physique is Superman. But, you know, Jeez. there are stories that he can fit into that he can definitely be his own person, not be yeah. shoehorned into a, you know, a character just for PR or something. I don't know. But yeah, I think yeah. hopefully it'll be all right. Something different. Yeah, something different. Yeah. You know what? Did you, Have you ever thought about this? The fact that Marvel, they've already used him as Killmonger as the villain. Yeah it's hard for them now to bring him back to play like something else. Like, would it be, would it be so weird? Like, you know, like with Gemma Chan, she was in, um, yeah, she was in something, wasn't she? Miss Marvel. Okay. Sorry. Captain Marvel. She was, she was in Captain Creed. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Now but she's now she's coming back as one of the Eternals. I think that's a bit silly. But, that that yeah. gets on my nerves because she's just the same actress playing two different <laughs> roles. Like, different roles. Work? Yeah. They cut now. Marvel can't do that with Michael B. Jordan. Or can they? Oh, it's been done before. Look at Captain America. He was the, the human torch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but it was different studios kind of thing. So they didn't link. But this one, I mean, I don't know. It can be done. I mean, I was having a conversation with someone recently about actors that have played, you know, different roles, either DC and Marvel. Like, you know, Ben yeah. Affleck's Batman. He's been Daredevil. Yeah, uh, that's you true. Know, different people have, have crossed over. But this one, yeah, I don't know, man. It's interesting, interesting to see what happens with that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm pretty sure they would love to have Michael B. Jordan Batman, like in a Marvel yeah. movie, as kind of like a hero exactly. or something like that. That guy's like they should, they he's should got not it. Have killed him off as Killmonger. He was too good. There you go. There absolutely. There you go. All right, third, listen up, folks. That's your movie it. news. Exactly. Right, that's your movie news, folks. Now let's move on to box it washes. Now I just want to briefly just mention this. If you didn't know, if you have the power of Skull, go check out He-Man, Masters of the Universe. This is streaming on Netflix, and um, this is kind of like the continuation of He-Man. But crucially, they've done something really, really different over here, Devaldo. Uh, I'm not going to mention anything about the plot because I know you haven't seen it, And uh, but all I'm going to say is they've only released five episodes. I think there's an, initially there's going to be like 10 episodes. They've done it in kind of like the first batch first, which is five episodes, and... 
The first episode brings back so many memories of the old school He-Man cartoon. The the kind of the way that the you know the the animation of it, all of it, is just like uncanny. And even to the point of the dialogue, they made that first episode really kind of like it uh, kind of bit, a bit clunky. But that that was kind of like the magic of it. But you know what? It's a really great reintroduction to that character. And if you haven't kind of, you know, seen any of the He-Man, I'd recommend it. But they focus on Teela, who's kind of like the friend of He-Man. And um, and it's basically her journey. So He-Man's in it. So people don't lose your shit. He-Man is definitely in this. But the focus is looking at it from her perspective and that relationship okay. that she has with He-Man and what it all means and stuff like that. But yeah, the voice acting is really great. Mark Hamill, uh, Lena Headey from Game of Thrones. She plays uh, Evil Lynn and everything. So, uh, and it's, give it a watch. It's really good. And uh, yeah, it's just building up really. There's, like I said before, only for 25 minutes each, five episodes. You'll watch it within like within a few hours, basically. Give it a go, yeah. Netflix. Give that one a go. That, cool. And okay. sorry, yeah, it's on Netflix and you can watch that right now. All right, let's check out what's new on streaming, Devaldo. So, well, actually, specifically some trailers. Now, um, move. this is, I'm, I'm assuming, I haven't seen this trailer, by the way. So I'm assuming this is a, a horror film, Deval, Malignant. You are assuming correctly. Malignant, uh, I mean, you know who James Wan is, yeah? Yes. James Wan, uh, some of the horror films that he... Uh, that he directed, yeah, directed, produced, wrote, uh, what, Thor, we've got uh, Insidious, we've got uh, Conjuring. Yep. Uh, he's involved in, like, you know, Nun, uh, you know, Annabelle, all, all of that horror, Fast and man. Furious. All of that horror, <laughs> yeah, Fast and Furious, isn't it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Malignant, this film looks a bit deep. It looks a bit, a bit worrying, a bit worrying. Okay, let me just quickly go through it real quick. The title alone, yeah? So what does Malignant mean? Tending to be a severe and tending to be severe and become progressively worse, as in malignant, like you know, some sort of dread, evil, you know, lurking dread there, (laughs) manifestation, exactly. But yeah, this movie is about a lady uh, who's paralyzed by these violent, like you know, gruesome, disgusting visions, and they're literally overcome her she doesn't know she's you know paralyzed by them but these visions find out are not just in her head they're a glimpse into reality yes glimpse into reality so you can imagine what kind of disgusting things that she's seeing but really what reality is she peering into can she stop it before it happens we're going to find out malignant is a uh, the movie it's going to be in the cinemas and it's coming out. When's it coming out? It's coming out in September. So not too, too far away. Not yeah, too far away, like man. a decent film. So yeah, go watch that. Malignant. And you know what? Like you mentioned, like the whole Conjuring universe, man. James Wan behind that. Remember, I remember watching The Conjuring in the cinema. Great kind of, it's like, the, you know, the hairs on the back of, you know, on the, on your neck, man. The way just in certain hairs moments, the, the way they just chinny, kind of... Chin, chin, chin. Chin. Oh my gosh, man. So yeah, looking forward to this one. That's Malignant. So go check that out. And obviously... We've got to mention this because, geez, devout. When was were we supposed to see Dune? When was this movie supposed to be coming out? That was supposed to be out last Christmas, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> last Christmas, I think. Yeah. So. so this movie's been in the can. It's been ready and it's been gestating like spice. 
in some jar. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so what's going on, man? What we what what have we got? A new trailer? Yeah. A new teaser? A trailer, what is it? Second trailer just popped. It looks decent. It's about two and a half minutes long. Uh, Denis Villeneuve, as you know, yeah. wicked director. Arrival. Uh, what else did he do? What was Gangster? Sicario. Uh, uh, Gangster. Prisoners. Say no more, man. Gangster. Say no more. Uh, the one with Jake Gyllenhaal, he's got double called, but great film. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, he's got a double. You know that one there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I need to quickly say what it's called. Yeah, Enemy. That's what it's called. Enemy. Enemy. Really yeah, good yeah. film. Yeah. Really good film. And this trailer just popped. Uh, the film's out in October, end of October. It's going to be released in cinemas. And then thereafter, it's going to be released on, I think, HBO Max, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying that correctly. HBO Max, I think. So this looks decent. The visuals, the actors that are involved in this. You've got, obviously, Timothy Shimole. Yep. Timothy, man. <laughs> Tim- Timothy. <laughs> Timothy, Tim. uh, Rebecca Ferguson, you've got Zendaya, just with one name, Jason Momoa, you got Batista, Oscar Isaac, you got Javier Bardem, you got uh, Stellan Skarsgård, you got the cast is gangster. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's going to be out soon. It's going to be mad. And that is a movie that you just have to watch on the big screen. It's just like, it's, it's made for the big screen, right? So no pissing about. Cinemas go are going to be opening. Go. Exactly. Go go book your ticket. Mm. Yeah, so we've got a good few months uh, ahead of us. Right, okay, folks. Now, um, let's move on to Anniversary Corner. And listen, the movie's going to be connected to the main movies that we speak about. And we've kind of just been focusing on, you know, one or two movies, you know, these past few months and stuff. And, um, and that makes Anniversary Corner even better because it's just, we, you know, we pluck that one Anniversary Corner movie. So, Devout, take it away. Which movie are you bringing us for Anniversary Corner? This is a bit of a mad one. Uh, I think Anniversary Corner recently has been full of, you know, established films. Films that we've seen, heard of, and all that kind of stuff. But for today, let me throw in something that relates to one of the movies that we're going to talk about. But at the same time, it's a bit of a madness. This film, the title alone, is yeah? mad. Jesus Christ Vampire <laughs> Killer. What That's a title! Seen. Exactly. You know. So, as you can imagine, uh, this came out in two thousand and one, so twenty years ago, and uh, we all know who Jesus Christ is, and we all know who <laughs> vampires are. Mix that together, and you know, you can just know, like, you can imagine, what is he going to be killing the vampires with? Yes, probably the, you know, the crucifix on his back get the steak yes. out of that the holy water you know exactly holy water he's got his his, his weapons as well so yeah that's going to be a mad film it's got a five out of ten and nine bb it's definitely a b movie it's a fun movie that you just can't take seriously look at the title alone you can't take it seriously but you just you're just curious enough to find out what am i going to see what's going to happen here you know so yeah jesus christ vampire killer 2001 Go watch it uh, if you're high and drunk. It's, it's the perfect movie to watch on a Friday night and like, you know, you have yeah. a few beers or whatever and like, you know, like, like Deval say hi. Um, let me just see what it says over here. It's turned into, I've just quickly typed it in into, into in, um, wiki <laughs> and it says it's considered a cult film, but one review, this is really, really funny. One review <laughs> one called review. it. No, no, one a review, sorry. Oh, okay. um, yeah. A review called it horridly wonderful. There you go. 
I mean, that's the review. Horridly wonderful. It's just one of those movies that you just got to go and watch. Uh, Jesus Christ, Vampire Hunter, which fits nicely into the next movie that we're going to be speaking about. So this is our first review. Blood Sky Red. Now, Devout, we mentioned this, didn't we? Maybe a couple of episodes ago, we we kind of spoke about the trailer and we said, you know, it looks good and we can't wait to watch it. And I've got to say one thing, man. The premise is... it basically had me hooked, like, if I'm being honest. The premise is brilliant. Obviously, I've seen the trailer. I didn't watch the trailer again, so I knew kind of bits and pieces of what I was about to be watching. But, you know, obviously, when you watch a movie, you go deeper into the kind of plot lines and the character mm-hmm. development and whatnot. But um, it's a German movie with with like, with like English. There's kind of like yeah. English-speaking characters in there. Uh, and famously, it's got the biggest actor that I kind of... Um, is the guy from... From Prison Break. Prison Break, Dominic Purcell, yeah. He's kind of like, you know, and he doesn't have a major, like, he's not a major role in this. Yeah. It's, it's an important role. Yeah. He's also in uh, Legends of Tomorrow and building other stuff. But yeah, he's, it kind of reminded me of Executive Decision with uh, um, Russell Steven Seagal. And Steven Kurt Seagal. Russell, yes. That's on the plane as well. So yes. yeah, this film gives you some surprises. <laughs> exactly so all right so listen um so give us the setup tell us kind of like where we are with this movie and um yeah what can people expect okay i'll set it off so um this movie is uh it's a journey isn't it a mother and her about 10 or 11 year old son uh they're going on a journey on a you know on a plane uh go to the airport but it's a bit funny because the the young boy checks in first by himself yeah. mum's not around it's daytime so it gets a bit late. Then the mum turns up at the airport. They get together. They check in. It's all nice, hunky dory. You know, we're going on a plane. Ooh, fun. You know, so they all get on the plane now. And the, the mum still seems a bit guarded. She's got her, her sunglasses on, she's got like a wig on. You can just see she's a bit, you know, there's something about her that we're not really sure of. And we also see she's taking some medication as well. And I think the, yeah. medic, the reason for the trip is actually because she's going to America, from Germany to America, because they're German. Uh, to uh, they seek some help for specialist blood, you know, some sort of blood treatment. She's not well, so that's the premise. That's why they're getting on the plane. Now we get on the plane now, and the planes, you know, everyone's getting ready. You know, we see the, the flight stewardess, flight uh, attendants, passengers, all that kind of stuff. You know, people getting together and all that. And then you kind of see a couple of people, and you think, ooh, they look a bit shady, <laughs> and. But they're not actually they're not actually the hijackers. It's someone else. Yeah, <laughs> when they exactly. reveal who the hijackers are, I was like, shit. Because the thing is, this this film just makes it gives you an expectation, and it just changes it. Because you think, yeah. like you know, in uh, sort of Hollywood movies, hijackers are uh, Arabs or they're, yes. they're Russian. Yeah, and in absolutely. This film, they're neither, but they, <laughs> there are Arabs on the on the plane, and you think, oh, one of them. It makes you even question your own like stereotypical prejudice, you know, and it just totally flips it. But the acting's actually quite good as well because the people that that you think are one thing, they act a really good way, and then they're another thing. But yeah, so that's the premise of getting on the plane. And then you know when when things start to sort of happen, it happens quite soon. So when the hijackers reveal themselves again, that is a really shocking moment. I'm not going to spoil it too much, but one of the hijackers that you think is just harmless. He is the worst. The worst. He's the worst. Maniac. And they reveal themselves to be hijackers really soon, within like 20 minutes of the film, and it's on. This is a nearly two-hour film. So 
that's the premise up to the point where the you know shit hits the fan. But you think to yourself, oh, this film's about hijacking. That's an interesting film. We've seen them all before, but this is different. This film is about you know a plane. It's about hijackers, but then there's something else in the middle that is even <laughs> worse. And that is this lady who's a mum. Didn't think was anything you know something about her, and we realise that she is a vampire. She is a vampire and this whole time she's been trying to suppress her urges, um, her looks. And empiric. when shit starts to hit the fan, they've messed with the wrong passenger because oh, she ain't like, not even like passenger 57. She <laughs> is a next level. She is not to be messed with. Like bullets don't kill her. Exactly. She, yeah, it's mad. So the film, like it plays on all these expectations. It gives you a person that usually won't be the, an anti-hero actually because she's not even like a full-on hero what makes her sympathetic because she's got a son who obviously she's trying to care for but at the same time she's a vampire she's killed before she'll kill again but it's her urge she's not trying to do it on purpose but then yeah this killing nature that she has is right for the situation because <sighs> these hijackers need to be dealt with she's the only yeah. person that can do it and she still sort of has her humanity then when she turns into she fully vamps out Still got, still knows who her son is, and she still can talk. She's got all these fangs, and you know, she looks like, like a, she looks she a bit looks like nasty you know, Bram Stoker vampire. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm going on a bit, but yeah, it, I don't know. That's that's what I, that's the setup for me. For me, this movie, I was really pleasantly mm. surprised by it. I yeah, did not think yeah. it was going to be as good as it was. The, the acting for me, like I think it was even great. The fact it was a, a German film. But because it was on a plane in an airport, it was international. There's actually not much German spoken in it. Probably about 20%, if that. There's a lot of English spoken in this. Acting's good. The little yeah. boy got on my nerves a couple of times, but the mum, <laughs> she's, you know, the mum, yeah, the lady, let me get her name, because she's a really good actress, you know. She the mannerisms. Really, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know where she went to to look at how you're supposed to act as a vampire. But yeah. uh, Perry you know, uh, Bowmeister is the actress. She's really good. She's really good. She reminded me of um, Numi Rapace a little bit. Yes. She's, got that, that, she's, got the, she's got those layers. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly. right. And you know yeah. She's probably the only other person I could have seen do that role. You're do so right. Do that role. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, the, and the thing is, it, you know, like, you know what, how Deval mentioned it, like, you know, they're going on this journey, but also she's going on this journey as well. And like, you see the transformation. What was keeping her human was the kid right like you know that connection that she has with the kid and but then at some point she has to basically unleash that because at the end of the day she's trying to save her kid and then you know she feels bad when you know other passengers on board you know something you know shit happens to them as well when she's like no 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 no, no i've got to kind of basically stop this so that kind of you know she she comes out of her shell basically and when she comes out of her shell she basically goes for the jugular literally she goes for the jugular on people and um yeah, man, I'm like you on this one, Devaldo. Pleasantly surprised, man. Like you know the um, that being confined on an aircraft, <laughs> and there's you think the terrorists are the are the kind of you know the thing to watch out for, but no, it's this thing. It's the vampire that we need to basically be watching. And they weren't afraid at by the end of it to like be like, okay. We've got one vampire. There's there's hundreds of bodies on the on the plane. What is the natural progression? Other yeah. people are going to get infected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this film threw out many subplots because 
as you mentioned so so well, the it's almost like the enemy of the enemy is my friend. So like the the, the people that were taken hostage, they they obviously the enemies are the hostage the uh, hostage takers, but then their enemy became their friend, and they worked yeah. with the Mama Vampire fight against them. But he also had these other subplots, different characters within the within the the the, the plane. Like you had the Arab guy who turned yep. out to be like the most. He's, he was almost he was he was the hero when Basically, at yeah. first we thought he was the hijacker. Again, yeah, look at how society is. And then you had this guy who uh, was the greed guy. He was almost like the you know the Michael Douglas guy from uh, Wall Street. He was all about because when they realised that like why are they hijacking the plane to plane to crash it. Because they want to upset the stock market, and this guy, he must have worked in the stock market because he was like, "Yeah, this is what they want to do," and he was so sure of himself, and he was he was like a dickhead from the get go. When when Big the film time. started, you could see he was flirting with the you know the air the air stewards. Yeah. And a all double that. whiskey when he goes double whiskey, gorgeous. <laughs> exactly, he was a, he was a dickhead, and throughout the film, he's the sort of person that you know he got what he deserved because he was just a dickhead. He was greedy, looking out for himself, and that paid the price for it. But you had different characters on the plane that added more flavor to it. This mm. wasn't the straightforward, you know, hijacked mm. plane, you know, hero, kill the bad, bad people. It wasn't like that. This film had layers. Really Dip, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Go, you Good. should definitely go watch it. Yeah. And um, I'm really glad because it's like, you know, sometimes when you kind of think about Netflix, you think they've got so many movies and you think, oh God, you're not going to watch anything decent. And then, you know, they, you know, the, the, along come, the, you know, this kind of foreign language, not your typical kind of like Hollywood movie, man. And these movies are great. Mm. I think people should kind of watch more of these movies because there's some really, you know, gems in them. So listen, yeah, that's definitely on our kind of, you know, movies that you should definitely watch. And, um, yeah, you know, I, you can... You'd be surprised. Yeah, if I tell you the budget, you'd be surprised. Fifteen million euros, one five for this. Special That's effects mad. were wicked, like the vampire special effects, blood and all that. Obviously, it's on a plane. Had a few explosions here. One and location. There. Fire. Was that? I'm just saying, like one location. They'd like have yes, that one location yes, that thing. As well. Yeah, but fifteen million to pay the pay the staff, make the film. Fifteen million euros for this good film, and get you know films that are ten times more. That don't give shit. us that satisfaction. Exactly, you know it's crazy, isn't it? It's mad. The, uh, yeah. uh, you know what? It's so weird. They spend money like and I keep going back to this, but they we watched that film uh, Infinity. Yes, Infinite. Oh my gosh, man! Seriously, imagine the money they spent on that one, yeah. and that doesn't give you the kind of the hook that this movie does, man. So listen, go out watch it. You know, Blood Red Sky. Yeah, Blood Red Sky. Is that right? Even for Blood me, it was Sky? better than Army of the Dead. Actually, yes. big film. It was better than that. I'm sure, that budget was 10 times more. Was 10 times <laughs> this one. Oh, so, man. So, listen, <laughs> look, the Flicksters are giving this a fresh, um, yeah. a fresh coat of dripping blood. Seriously, go watch it. <laughs> it is, it's gory. You're going to enjoy it. And um, when you have seen it, get in touch with us. Let, us. let us know what you thought of it. Time is it. So, Deval, have we got, let's just spend a couple of minutes. Can we, yeah, can yeah, we just cool. do this one, this uh, yeah. next movie called um, Gunpowder? Gunpowder milkshake. Um, so listen, look, we kind of mentioned this trailer on the show and we said, look, there's a new movie pro executive produced by the guy who brought us uh, John Wick and it stars um, Karen Gillan. She plays Nebula in, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy and kind of like, you know, the Avengers movies and stuff. So, you know, 
a great combination. And when you think about, you know, had Angela Bassett, it's got um, Michelle Yeoh in there. You think, oh my gosh, this is going to be a great kick-ass movie. You're just thinking this is going to be a win. This is definitely going to be a win, right? So listen, so um, I watched the movie and um, I was like, why am I not liking this movie? What is absolutely wrong? I did something I couldn't put my finger on. I just wasn't liking it. And I think it boils down to this one scene. And this isn't giving anything away. She <laughs> plays an, an assassin. So Karen Gillan, she plays an assassin. And um, she's like, obviously, she's like, you know, she's cold. She's grown up, you know, she, her mum left her. And she's grown up in this kind of industry where she's had to basically kill people. And, um, you know, she's, she was doing a job and that job went badly. And then kind of some people are after her. And she ends up in a bowling alley. And she has a fight with some guys and devout. I was like, no way, man. They, they, this is, this, you cannot be making like a John Wick-esque movie and have her going, uh, 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 kicking, yeah. like, you know, doing this shit. And the I was like, no. Like, like, that they, like the, what you'd get if they rehearsed it once or twice <laughs> and filmed it. But this is what we saw in the film. But this is it's like a rehearsal. See, you see the rehearsal of fight scenes and, they're in their yeah. like, tracksuit bottoms or joggers <laughs> and you know, they're rehearsing, they've got pads around the room. This is the fight that we saw in the film. Oh my gosh, it made me laugh. And like, yeah, obviously it's, it's great. You know, there's like, there, there might be some small little payoff moments in there. Like, you know, I don't know, seeing Michelle Yeoh and like, you know, t- and Angela Bassett take out guys. But listen, man, seriously, it just didn't have the... The, the thing that I was looking for, like when I watch a John Wick movie or when I watch Atomic Blonde and, you know, I'm not saying that a female led action movie is not fun or it can't be done. Of course it can be done. Like just what, you know, you look at Atomic Blonde and that is like brilliant. I love that movie. But they Even the film we just spoke about, that was a female led movie. Exactly. And that was gangster. Exactly. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. They could have done so much better with this. And with the actors that they've got, it could have given me so much more. So listen, uh, it's called Gunpowder Milkshake. Folks in the US, our listeners in the US, you can actually watch this on Netflix. Now, whether or not you should, that's another thing. But um, people in, in Australia and like, you know, cinema and in the UK, it's a cinema, cinema job. Uh, I don't know, Deval. I, I, it's not going on my recommend recommendation yeah, I list. I kind of struggled to watch it. Uh, this is actually rated equally as Blood Red Sky. And that, that just goes to show you sometimes rate is just nothing. Listen exactly. to the clips, we know best. But yeah, I think they, they tried too hard. They, tr- they tried to make it a bit Kill Billish and tried to make it super stylistic. And yeah. Aaron Gillen was trying to do this, this acting that, I don't know, it just didn't really come off properly. I don't know, she's a good actress and, and what she does. But what they asked her to do in this, I don't think it really, it didn't really work. You know, so... Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. I couldn't wait for it to be over, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, exactly. So, um, yeah, that's a big kind of like, you know, thumbs down for me on that one. I don't think we've got time for the other movie that we want to speak about. So we're definitely going to bring that for you next week. And that's going to be kind of like a werewolf movie that we've seen. And then we're going to kind of check out and um, uh, we're going to speak about that one. But uh, Devout, we've got um, Old. Old, yep. yep. And Snake Just Eyes. Like and Snake Eyes. <laughs> so listen, like we've, we've got, got yep. loads of... <laughs> We've got loads of movies. 
we've got seriously we've got tons of movies and listen we've got What If and we've got uh, Shang-Chi and we've got Eternals like seriously this is going to be a bumper next five months of the year so listen stick with the Flicksters you know we're going to be bringing you more movie news and some more film reviews so yeah um, that's it from me yep peace out and don't forget to follow us on Instagram Facebook YouTube and Twitter just pop in the Flicksters podcast <laughs>